Salam Salam from Boulder, Colorado. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from Thursday the 20th of January 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. It's been a couple of weeks since the Ethiopian National Defense Force, or EDNF, announced that it won't invade the Tigray region to defeat the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF. This decision has somewhat mitigated the hostility in and around the region. However, in this past week, Tigray's neighboring region, Afar, has alleged that the TPLF is killing civilians in the area. The Afar regional government claimed that the TPLF had opened fire on innocent civilians at a place called Kibidi Resu about a month ago and hasn't stopped since. The TPLF, on the other hand, claims that it was the Afar special forces that started the friction by repeatedly attacking the Tigrayans. The TPLF also said that the strike that took place on Friday the 14th was meant to stop the Afar special forces. There was another dispute this past week that involved the World Health Organization's Director General, Dr. Tedros Adhanom, and the Ethiopian government. Dr. Tedros has repeatedly accused the government of not allowing aid to get to the Tigray region, and these accusations did not sit well with the government. The authorities claimed that they were withholding the aid because Tigray and its surroundings are centers of conflict. The government went on to claim that Dr. Tedros sides with the TPLF for political gain. The WHO confirmed that on Monday the 17th, the Ethiopian government sued the director general. Prime Minister Dr. Abe Ahmed tweeted on Saturday the 15th that he'd had a talk over the phone with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Abe said that they focus on recent issues that are taking place in and around Ethiopia. The Prime Minister also revealed that he told his Canadian counterpart that Ethiopia appreciates Canada's donations. The African Union agreed to hold the annual summit of the Union in Addis Ababa. The Prime Minister recalled that there were organs pushing to move the summit to another African city, citing reasons such as the conflict in the north and COVID-19. The summit hasn't held in Addis Ababa for the past three years because of coronavirus. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesperson Ambassador Dina Mufti said in a press release that the Great Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, or GERD, will start producing electropower very soon. He also urged lower basin countries Egypt and Sudan to stop pressuring Ethiopia over issues with the dam, as it is a done deal. However, he reiterated Ethiopia's interest in sitting for negotiations with both countries. What's going on with Egypt and the dam? Egypt claims that the dam will decrease the volume of water that reaches the country, while Ethiopia says that it won't. Besides, Ethiopia claims that it has the right to use the Nile River. What about Sudan? Well, when the construction of the dam started, everything was alright. However, it seems in these past two years they changed their mind. Sudan now says that, with the dam, less water will reach their country, just like Egypt. Ethiopia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs was also in the news for condemnation of the tourist attack in the UAE. The ministry denounced the onslaught and passed its best wishes. The friendship between the two nations has been blossoming over the past few years. The UAE is a very important ally to Ethiopia. Did you know that a couple of months ago, the UAE, Turkey, and Iran supplied combat drones to Ethiopia that helped tilt the conflict in the north in favor of the ENDF? Turkey's supply of drones to Ethiopia is courtesy of a military pact signed back in August. Turkey, in December, 
denied allegations that the supply was a way of helping Ethiopia in the war, and said that it was purely commercial activity, just business. The decrease in the number of new cases of COVID has continued in the past week as well, as new cases have gone down to 7,000 from 11,000 in the previous week. His Holiness Father Michael, Archbishop of the Diocese of Ilababor, passed away this past week. The Ethiopian Orthodox Huehado Church Public Relations Department broke the news. The Archbishop passed away on Monday the 17th. Father Michael's funeral will be held on the 24th of January at the Grand Debre Lebanos Monastery. On Saturday the 15th and Sunday the 16th, the Addis Ababa City Administration has donated 150 burr or 3 million US dollars worth of food and other necessary materials to the residents of the Somali and Oromia region that have been affected by the drought. This past week has also seen the announcement of an e-commerce site that is going to be optimal in the next six months. This e-commerce site is owned by business mogul Ermius Amelga and was built in partnership with Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba's owner and founder Jack Ma. The site will have price listings, digital payment, and supply services. Ermius Amelga said that the operation was delayed because of shortages in foreign currency. Ethiopia has revealed that this year has exported the highest amount of coffee ever. The Ethiopian Coffee and Tea Authority's deputy director said that in the past week, they had planned to export about 123,000 tons of coffee worth about 405 million US dollars over the past six months. However, the deputy director unveiled that they had surpassed these numbers by earning about $578 million, exporting almost 150,000 tons. To put that into perspective, that's more than 1,000 tons of coffee being exported every day. Germany, Saudi Arabia, Belgium, Japan, China, and the U.S. are the main destinations for these exports. A few weeks ago, we told you that the legendary Aroma singer Ali Bira was admitted to the Adama General Hospital and that the customs commissioner, Debele Kabeta, broke the news to the public and wished Ali well. After that, messages for Ali to get well soon poured in. And this past week, perhaps the most prolific personality visited him at the hospital. Would you like to take a guess? Prime Minister Dr. Abi Ahmed, along with his wife, First Lady Zinsa Tayechu, and the president of Aromia Regional State, Shemelis Abdisa, went to see the icon and wished him a quick recovery. The Ethiopian national football team has been kicked out of the running after failing to advance the knockout rounds of the African Cup of Nations. The Walias played their last match of the tournament at the Kuekung Stadium against Burkina Faso. Cyril Bayala managed to get Burkina Faso in front early in the first half. Gitane Kebede got one back for the Walias from the penalty shot and ended the match in a 1-1 to -one drop signaling the end of the national team's stay in Cameroon. Ethiopian Epiphany, or Timeket, was celebrated this past week on Wednesday the 19th. The holiday is a UNESCO intangible cultural heritage of humanity. There was a huge gathering, and the Tabat, a model of the Ark of Covenant, blessed the holy water that was sprinkled on the crowd. Before that, a deeply spiritual procession took place, and the divine liturgy was celebrated. If you want to see some photos of this year's celebration, check out the link in our show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We don't want to put ads on these updates, so tell your friends about us and avoid the commercials that you already have to bear in other podcasts. 
Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Ethiopia. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Ciao. Thank you.